Hey everybody, welcome to the Marathon Church Podcast. My name is Craig Henson. I am your host, and I'm happy to be joined today by Communications Director Kelly Zook. Hey! Family Ministries Pastor Jason Callahan. Hello. Hello. You, hey, wait, you had an extra microphone yeah. there. It's a wireless mic. <laughs> <laughs> and Executive Pastor Brian Cox. Hello. <laughs> wow. We, uh, we're a little bit giddy today. Yeah, we are. Uh, because my lovely wife, Amy, hosted us for lunch. It was uh, Taco mm. Tuesday at Taco Casa Henson. Yes, it was scrumptious. There was lots of food. Mm. And fellowship. Yes. And fellowship. <laughs> you lot, like that? A I lot do. of great stories were told today. <laughs> there were some great stories told today. Oh, yeah. Can we share those? Um, some of them. But they're family friendly, like okay. within the family. I get it. I you think that's I mean? for another podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another day. Yeah. Another day. I think yeah. it was hard for all of us to get off the couch and come back to work because we uh, ate so much. And You guys have, what did you call it? It's a recliner, but it's like a, a couch. It's a love seat. That re- both sides recline, recline, yes. and it's mm-hmm. oh, it's fabulous. Rooms it to go, rooms to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out to rooms to go. I didn't know we were doing commercials today, but that's awesome. It's trying to hide it. <laughs> Flooring by lumbered liquid. <laughs> that's right. You got your what's Noel's business? R and M painting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They did a great job. They did a great job. Big, I'm telling you. Big shout, shout out, out to Noel and his crew. Yeah. It was great having you guys at the house, though, and Kelly and I were just talking earlier. We need to do it again soon. Okay. Next week, we'll see you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe on a day when we could hang out a little bit longer. Yes. Take a nap. Come back here and and go (laughs) to work. Yeah, because I'm still struggling. We had enchiladas, chicken enchiladas, and those were... Tacos. I went Guacamole. back to I, like I went back to get uh, um, my seconds, you know, for the enchiladas, and ended up getting three on three accident. More. Yeah, oh, oh an accident. three. Oh, it was so How are you much. Alive right now. I didn't. You had a I brownie walked outside for a while. <laughs> but ice cream. I did have. A, you're telling all my stuff. And peanut Honestly, butter pie. I, had I didn't some have any oh, dessert. I forgot about what? really. I didn't. I just Why? couldn't. I couldn't do it. I well, ate you, too much. You had Amy's cookies at Life Group last night. I oh. did. Oh, man. Stop Which was that. funny because I ragged on Paul, who's her son, who's your son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's in our Life Group. <laughs> and I said, oh, Paul, who, who, who made those cookies you brought? Yo, mama. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It Yo, was mama. Good. That's awesome. So now you, you guys know, after you've eaten Amy's cooking and desserts yes. and all, you guys know why I look the way I do. <laughs> you look wonderful. Thank you, Brian. You're, you're glowing. <laughs> you're glowing. <laughs> awesome. Enchilada glow. Mm. It's good. I don't know if I want that glow. I don't yeah. want that glow. <laughs> That's not a good glow. It's not, it's not. is it? I don't know. Mm. I, you know what? I think one of the things that, that makes our church great is the fellowship, the camaraderie that we have on our staff. We have a lot of fun. And uh, as you guys are that are listening, you can tell we have so much fun uh, here working at Marathon Church, and we we have some big dreams, some big goals here at our church. Um, our mission is to build communities that love Jesus, love people, and live on purpose. And we have this vision of seeing five thousand people meet Jesus by twenty twenty five, and uh, that that vision is really what makes us go. It's what it, it's what motivates us from day to day is seeing people in our community, but also around the world as they watch online uh, meet Jesus, and and that's that's why we're here, and that's what we're all about. Yeah, I have this memory of you, Craig, 
Um, <laughs> I remember when you were a little boy, Craig. <laughs> getting back to the story. No. Now, I remember when we were talking about that vision. It's been how long now? A couple of years, maybe, mm-hmm. when we were really just putting that together and the, the values and the, you know, we were kind of in that place where we wasn't sure. Yeah. You know, we've been doing this a long time. And, and after the, you do this a while, it kind of gets, you know, the mission can get lost. You just become a machine, and you do church, and and sometimes you can forget, you know, why we're here. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a good time. You came along, just volunteering, and we're mm-hmm. talking about, you know, finding your purpose and your design. I remember we're getting ready to talk about Life Track, and we right. just started that. And I just started talking about vision and reaching five thousand people, and I remember you coming to the first class. I think I think that's right. Yeah. And what I what I love about that story is is that um, you probably can share some of this was that the very thing we hoped for happened through that vision mm-hmm. of just helping people find their purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, wasn't just a class we get together and we, you know, every church has them, but I don't want it to be like that for us. That it's right. just a class that we fill out something mm-hmm. and then we hope for the best. It's really trying to help people find what God's designed them to be. And you were the best example for me because seeing you kind of light up and say, that's what I want, that's what I can do. And, and of course, I really was uh, very willing to give it over to you (laughs) as quick as possible. Here, take it. And you did. But for me, I I remember those uncertain times when we started the vision and we knew what God wanted to do, I think, but you still have that. Are we doing it right? I know Kelly used to check me all the time on the life track curriculum and mm-hmm. the books. Know, remember, remember when we went to retreat? Yeah. And we I laid it all out for everybody and it was yeah. so unorganized. I'll just go ahead and say <laughs> it was a hot mess express. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a hot it was, mess. It was but we tried. chaos. No, it was Y'all gave a lot of feedback. That's what it was for. Yeah. Right. Sure. But you just kinda look at those things and and how God takes those, and he starts branching out, and you start seeing people find their purpose. I'll just stop there and let you jump in. Well, I, I think for, was for me, for Amy and me, um, we had been in South Carolina you know, for several years, and we were looking for a church, and, and we were pretty sure that Marathon was the place that God wanted us. But then when we went to Lifetrack, and, and two things just grabbed my heart in that first session of Lifetrack – First of all, that, that Marathon had reproduced itself, that it had birthed other churches. And and I say this in class, and I don't say it apologetically at all now. It's a credit to you and Eddie that you started churches and you let them go. Because uh, in our culture, the thing to do is keep them as a, your own campus. Mm-hmm. And you guys let the churches go. They became autonomous. And then you said, okay, what does God have for us next? And, and what that was was seeing 5,000 people meet Jesus in the next five years. And I mean, that's what makes me tick. That's what gets me fired up. Mm-hmm. And we, we left that day, that first <laughs> session of live track, and Amy were like, yep, I'm all, I'm all in on that vision. Because you didn't really know the whole story then. I did not. till then. And those were, you know, God worked all that out, but those times were not easy. Right. You know, we look back at it, and I'm thankful that God did what he did. And But, you know, you see people leave and start something. That's hard. Sure. You know, because we lost a lot of people to move to another church. Well, it and, sounds, and, and that can feel like, right. you know, it sounds crazy 
the vision of 5,000 by 2025 because in this building alone, we once had 5,000. Yes. You know what I mean? And First day we came in. Right. And so yeah. to hear that, it's like, well, we've been there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we, But we're not there now. And this is when we came – or when you came up with that and presented it to the staff and all that. I mean, we were 700 people maybe to 1,000 yeah. or working toward that way. And – and it it felt like what does that look like now you know what i mean like we we've done the whole like you just said craig of reproducing itself we've done that mm-hmm. is that is that what we do again so we looked at campuses which that's nothing new under the sun yeah. and church world but then then the we looked at the the vision where it's like build communities and that went on a whole another thing and I, mm-hmm. and i think it's an ongoing it is ever growing but then the pandemic happened and then all of a sudden we've reached 5000 through an online basis pretty much already like well the summer jam you know for kids there was over 6000 you know people that viewed that it's amazing or more you know and so i don't know i i just i think it is this vision that we have every church is wondering what does church look like now mm-hmm. but when it comes to I think life track or when it comes to that you can always go back to the heartbeat the heartbeat is always going to stay the same but it, it's now it we're going to figure out how that unravels itself you know yeah the mission for me i had to understand that that mission's there it, i mean it's part of who we are it's our dna to yeah. to to reach people but to not just reach them but to help them make that step mm-hmm. you know that to me i think i guess that's the new thing for me is that I don't want to just reach you with the gospel. I want to help you live it. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna preach the gospel and people are gonna find Christ, but we don't want to leave it there. You know, there's a whole abundant life that God has that's for right. them, and we want to help them do that. Right. And that's the reason we started this, I believe. Yeah, and that we call it life track, um, but it's really about discovering your purpose. It's about discovering how God designed you. And one of the ways that I ended up teaching the class is I went to the class when you taught it, Brian, and Brian saw you know my spiritual gifts tests and yeah. my personality tests, and he he came after me. I did. <laughs> I sought you out. I said, "That's the guy right there." No lie. A- Amy and I yeah. kind of just got started being section leaders on Sunday morning, and we went to a section leader meeting and. I got to talk with Brian and Eddie a little bit about our story, and the next thing I knew, I was being tapped on the shoulder. <laughs> you didn't last long at the section leader part, did you? I did not. Not, not long at all. I don't know how long it was, but it wasn't long. That's probably my fault. No, I, I think that, that we, to, to fulfill this, vi- this vision, we're gonna, we're gonna, we need lots of help. Yes. I mean, it, we are what I would call a staff-led church, but there's no way that we could do all that God wants us to do. Uh, and so we need people to figure out where they fit in ministry. And it was awesome this past Sunday because we opened back with kids inside, mm-hmm. and we had some people volunteering kids on Sunday that hadn't been volunteering up to this mm-hmm. point, and they just did a fantastic job. Yeah. And I think they were super excited about the opportunity. They were, yeah, absolutely. And I think part of it was they were nervous going into it, but then once they got into it, they thought, wow, this is it. This is not like this is it, but like oh my this, is this is all I have to do. I mean, or, you know, it didn't. It really didn't take anything from me except for just being available. And the truth is, is that for instance, the preteen ministry, I looked out and I saw one, 
one, and I I had ten before. You know what I mean? Right. But with the pandemic and things happening, one only came back, and that's wow. being vulnerable. But yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm, I'm that's for anyone out there. I mean, church doesn't look the same. You you said we're a staff led church, but we've always been that. But I feel like it's always been volunteers. I mean, at one point, kids camp. What was it? Over a hundred and something volunteers, I believe, or something oh, yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, I think we've reached almost three hundred yeah. volunteers. So at one point, I mean, it was a volunteer, not led, but it was. We couldn't do it, and we can't do it without them. Yeah. But now it looks different. And this Sunday, um, when I looked out there and I saw one from my preteen crew, I went, "Oh man, you know, th- it, this looks different." You know, we had what, what was it forty. 40 kids I think um, mm-hmm. in the elementary area or whatever and yeah. it was awesome and it was what it was supposed to be but I would say that there has been people that have not been through life track that said yeah I want to serve and then they get into it they have no idea what their purpose is they don't know what's right. good and they end mm-hmm. up getting frustrated because either they're they're not comfortable with it they don't like it and it's not what they're supposed to be doing, so they give up on serving because they think now mm-hmm. every opportunity is going to be like that. Right. Where um, I can't remember who it was, but there's a, a new uh, a new young young girl that was came through Life Track, and then now she started right. back in kids or not back, but she first time when kids. She knows her purpose. She knows where she fits, yeah. and it and it just, it's like clockwork, you know. And you can start to live your life uh, fully, I guess you could say. When you understand how God's designed you and wired you, and that's what Life Track does. It's not yeah. necessarily a membership class. No, it's a discover your purpose class. I mean, that's a classic example of those that go through that class have a, I guess, a ninety percent chance <laughs> yeah, of, of sticking. It's sticking. Yeah, right. for sure. Because I've seen that in twenty years, the the burnout. The, yeah. You know, you're in the wrong place, doing the wrong thing. And you don't know that, so you just think it's you. You right, think there's something right. wrong with me because I don't like serving with kids. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just quit. I can't do this. And I think that's what we're trying to help people do: discover who they are. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really fun to watch, isn't it? it it's a blast when you, when you teach that and you see, oh, I'm an admin. Mm-hmm. Now I know why I don't like kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. they don't like kids. You know, it's just no. It, they, it's their gifting. Yeah, you know, like we've got like Mary that does the check in. That's her thing. She mm-hmm. loves the computer stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just I love that because it is exactly what God designed her to be. Right. You know, I I think the biggest hurdle to help people get over is is them seeing their own value when they understand that they were made for a mission, Mm -hmm. um, they can find a place in ministry, but most people don't think they bring anything to the table. And and I would just say this, and I'm not just here to, you know, pat us on the back, but but we do things in an excellent way here. If you if your first exposure to marathon is a worship service, you're gonna hear fantastic music, fantastic preaching, um, and you're like I think a lot of times people think, well, I don't know, how, how do I fit into this? What can I do? But when they when they discover that they have a unique personality and spiritual gifts um, that that God has equipped them with to do ministry, the light bulb kind of goes on and they're like, okay, there ha- there's something I can do. I just have to figure mm-hmm. out what I can do, and that's where their passion comes in. Well, what do you like to do? Mm-hmm. And because some almost every gift and every personality can fit in any ministry. Yeah. 
it's just a matter of finding out what you're passionate about. If somebody's passionate about teenagers and, and seeing their lives be changed by Jesus, then we, we can figure out how to fit their personality and their gift into that ministry. I think that there's a pastor, I think he's starting a, a, a girl I went to high school with, and her husband is the pastor of this church. I want to say it's in Spartanburg. They're just starting up in Spartanburg. And he they posted something that it was this big post, and it said, you can't serve from the couch, is what it said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, that's that's relevant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> And so I, I took that, and I started thinking on it. And what you just said, I think there's going to be several wins in serving, right? I mean, I think sure. that's, yes, yeah. there's going to be serving uh, several wins. But one of the now, given the situation of our culture, where we are, the biggest hurdle and the most satisfying win, this is my opinion, is showing up. And there's tons of people that will go, ah, yes, I, I love that. I love that idea. But man, my couch feels a lot better. Sure. And I can still watch church. That's fine. But the biggest win for you in this right now, if you're thinking about coming back to church or serving or whatever, even if it's showing up to life track, like, Showing up is one of the biggest wins and biggest needs for our people. And and I'm not trying to say, like, show up and I don't know. I don't, it's not a political thing now. I just feel like a conviction of mine and even my son, like, he'll use the pandemic as for any excuse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, you don't know what it's like to have COVID. You never had COVID. No, I mean, like, when you were in school, you didn't have to, you know. And, and so... We had snow. <clears throat> right. Uphill, both yeah. ways. And yeah. barefoot. Against the wind. But I, I feel like we have tons of um, opportunities to use this pandemic as an excuse. And I get it. We do need to be safe. And I feel like the church is... You said we're excellent, I feel like, at being responsible um, we recommend you wear masks and things like that. But the heartbeat of this is too good and too beneficial for your life to miss out because you can't you can't experience the win of showing up. Does that make any sense? I, I think it's a great point. And I, it always reminds me of an old uh, football coach's quote. He's, he always said the best ability is availability. Right. And right. he was talking about you know players that are hurt. Well, if you're hurt, if you're not available, it doesn't matter how good you are. And some people, they just need to make themselves available to God and then watch what he does. One of our core values is that all things are possible. There's there's no way to know for sure what God can do through you until you make yourself available to him. And I think that's huge. And one of the, I think a lot of times, too, and, and I'm guilty of this, we think in terms of serving within the church, within our walls. But I know for a fact we've served our community this week. Right. And so that's what we want. We we want you to serve in the church, but we want that to spill out to the community as well. We want to serve our community. Yeah, and I think serving is so much about seeing life change because you're a part of life change. And so like I feel like a lot of people, especially when you have the word life track, it's like it's mm-hmm. a big it's a big phrase and it sounds like a big commitment. Um and so when we talk about life track, I think it's important to know like it's okay to be a little scared of that. It's intimidating. Mm-hmm. We get it. But I think once you jump in and you realize, you know, you discover, I think, well, first of all, I think discovering your your talents and your spiritual gifts, that's just cool by itself. Like discovering mm-hmm. what your personality is and seeing how God wired you just in itself is awesome. But 
then finding where you do fit in and starting to to get plugged in and see that life change that's what makes a difference mm, i mean absolutely. because you know and I, I, something i always think about is and we were talking about this earlier i don't know what i don't know what setting we were talking about this but you know we think that um you know we're too damaged or you know god can't use me god wouldn't use me and mm-hmm. and whatever and you know, and it's a it's a kind of cliche thing, but it's you know God doesn't call the equipped; He equips the called, mm-hmm. and we're all called to serve. That's we're right. all called to move the kingdom if we've had a life change, and so you know He's gonna He's gonna show you what you need to do, and and give you that um, that avenue to do it. And I think this is the best way to find out, and it's really easy too. I mean, it's not yeah. it's it's just coming to a class and saying, okay, well, I'm gonna circle some some things about, <laughs> yes, this gets yeah. on my nerves, mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or this is a tendency I have, and then I'm going to say, oh, shoot. And before you know it, God has revealed something to you, and you're like, oh, man. Okay, yeah. so yes, I do need to serve in the media doing ProPresenter, mm-hmm. or I do need to run screens. Yeah. So or are you I saying need we need to do tech volunteers? Is that what you're oh, saying? Oh, was that? Um, <laughs> I get it. I see what you're doing there. We need some people that yeah. enjoy technology. We need yeah. some vol- – no, I mean, truly, though – you know, we talk about that we're a staff-led church, but, you know, we saw a few weeks ago when we talked about it in our podcast, when we um, when we weren't able to have volunteers that one Sunday, it was hard. Like, we... Right. You okay over there? I'm good. Sorry. <laughs> I accidentally... <laughs> I was trying to be Yeah, quiet. Jacob seriously does not want me on a camera. He said I did a great job, but he really doesn't want me on a camera. You did I mean, great. Yeah. Anyone, anyone can be instructed. If you like behind the scenes stuff, anyone, anyone, anyone. <laughs> okay. It's like in that movie, you know, Ratatouille. Anyone can cook. Anyone okay. can serve. Oh, okay. I don't know. No, but for real, I mean, we. Yes, we have our staff, and we have an awesome staff that I feel like are really dedicated to seeing you know reaching five by twenty-five and 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 building the kingdom. But we also have really awesome volunteers. And it's just cool. It's cool to see our volunteers get excited the way that we get excited and see us on the same page doing the same mm-hmm. thing. So, um, You remember when we went through the evaluations or what do you call them things? The um, spiritual gifts the spiritual assessment gifts. personality test. Do you test. remember what yours were, Kelly? Uh, <laughs> do you remember? Um, I, I can almost tell you. Oh, oh. well. But then shoot. why don't we? Yeah. Don't know, tell I want to see if she remembers. Tell Brian knows me. all of ours. What, what was your... Spiritual gifts. Can you remember those? Um, hospitality. Okay. Did you forget that one? Or that's not no, no, no. I hadn't forgot that one. <laughs> um, exhortation was one of them. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. That's a big word. It is a big word. <laughs> we have to explain that one because it's not what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. Admin's one of the Oh, other. yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's the top I was one. just making sure it was like. That's a, a number yeah. nine for you, I believe. We have yeah, three no, admins that's... in the room right now, by the way. Yeah, admin is my. He's not talking about me. Are you talking about, about Brian? Because Brian's um, barely an admin. Yeah, it's went up. <laughs> um, Brian see, was forced to be an admin. When I was younger, uh, <laughs> le- leading worship, it was low. I think it doubled after kids yeah. and ministry. Sure. Well, that makes sense. So, no, I, you I was are like an admin. A, I'm sorry. I am now. I, well, I might have been. I just Secretly. didn't know. I just didn't know that. Brenda would not say that. A hidden admin. An admin you doesn't never necessarily. It doesn't necessarily mean I 
Like you're organized. I'm organized. You should see his office, guys. It just it means I'm organized the way I see it. It's organized to you. <laughs> yeah. It's, okay. Again, organized chaos. Yes. Is is what it is. Yeah. Now Kelly, you know everything's in its place. You know. Right. And Chase. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. Oh my. Do not go in the family <laughs> so, ministry office? family ministry's office. <laughs> so see, my, that was a surprise for me though. That's when when you do these tests, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, now I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. Right. Mm-hmm. You right. know, executive pastor, I would have never thought that. Well, God is – and well, I think that's something cool about about these – I was sitting really far back. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's something cool about this test, too, is like I took the spiritual gifts test, I don't know, like two, three years ago, and then I retook it, and all my answers were different. Yeah. Except admin was probably the yeah, same. That hasn't changed. <laughs> well, Once I, an admin, always an admin. I took it at the retreat. Yes, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is not me whatsoever. <laughs> These They're are wrong. wrong. Yeah. And so we started looking at it, and there is one – what's the middle one that's like well, sometimes you say, or – You say oh, almost, almost never. Almost always, almost uh, never. Sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> and you couldn't make a decision. <laughs> so I kept saying so, sometimes, and it's like – It doesn't know what to do. Yeah, his, his answers were down the middle all the way. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. His spiritual gift is indecisiveness. Right. But <laughs> I retook it, yeah, and I chose – I cannot. T- I will not put sometimes on there. I'm either going to be yeah. Yeah, we we kind of recommend like, that. Hyper honest. Yeah. Because it said you were this real introvert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and we're like, this isn't right. Doesn't like people. Yeah. I think it's. <laughs> I. I had the same problem, not to that degree, but like I did have to get my answers checked by a couple people. Like Spencer checked mine. I had a yeah. friend check mine, and I was like, is this right? And they're like, oh, no, Kelly, you need to change that answer. Always. (laughs) Yeah. Mine was um, teaching was in there. Craftsmanship. Definitely. Yeah, that makes sense. For sure. You're building something every Mm -hmm. week. Um, By the way, I'm going to need you at my house. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Again, get in line. That's right. Right. And then um, there was was one odd one, and I can't remember – I don't remember what it was. We need a list of Was it prophecy? Wasn't prophecy? No. Even though charismatic Chase does come out, I like that. But mm-hmm. does that include the um, the kickflip? Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, <laughs> does that, it come with a tambourine? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh! It doesn't. Uh, but anyway, it was uh, once I finally figured out that I cannot say sometimes. I it was clear as day. And what's cool is that I started seeing that outside of church like right. it's not a this is not like yes mm. it benefits the church because you get to serve and find a purpose and all that stuff within the church but i think correct me if i'm wrong ladies and gents but it's supposed to be used also outside of, of the course. church yeah. in your community so it grows yeah, the kingdom right what's right. well, you, your life and you don't have to struggle through and, that yeah. and that's the awesome thing about it is that it's not about being here yeah, in the church, right. it's, a, it's about what you're designed to do outside of the walls. You talked about that earlier. Yeah, and that, that's what's helped me too. It's cool you say that because that's what's helped me as I deal with other people. Right. Yeah. You know, it helps me know. Okay, that's why I'm acting this way. I would say right. you know? that through that, I mean, I've always loved building. I've always loved that. I grew up with my dad pastoring and being a carpenter. No, he wasn't Jesus. 
Um, (laughs) But I would say now, after taking that test, a lot of what I do in the community is, whether it be building decks or helping people with their property or something like that, or remodeling um, something that's broken in a home or something like that. I, I, yeah, I would recommend doing this for you, you personally. Yeah. yeah. Not even, <laughs> yes, for the church, but like to use outside to know how to um, have a better life. Of, like I think that's yeah. what you said, your life. For yeah. Wisdom. Well, and I mean, like, you know, one of our big things is the big four, but it's reading, praying, serving, and giving. And it's not, it wasn't designed that you only do those things within our church. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, if you're a believer, you're doing those things. So if you're a believer, you're serving in your community in some capacity. And yeah, I mean, I think these are tools to help you understand why God made you the way he did and and ways that you can get, you know, involved in other areas. It's yeah, it doesn't it's not you're not cornered into just serving here. Yeah, and I think we we tend to make it only a Sunday thing. Right. in our right. lives and mm-hmm. I think Jesus never meant it to be that way that's right yeah you it's know, an everyday thing yeah the read pray serve give I mean we might can break that down a little bit if you wanted to you know we're supposed to know God basically what we're saying in the big four is to mm-hmm. read know God because that's what he, he did everything exactly. he could to know us right that's right you know so that's very important it's what we do as a church <laughs> help people know God the second one is read pray which is I'll let you finish. That's where we find freedom. Find freedom. And, yep. and community. When we see that thing praying, for those of us that grew up in church world, oh, you've got to have a prayer life. Well, what does that mm-hmm. mean? Well, you need people to pray for, and right. you need people praying for you. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a community thing. Yeah. yeah. I would say, uh, I was doing my, my fact check here, but Romans 12, um, it talks about your spiritual act of worship. And I've always mm-hmm. looked at right the big yeah. four as your spiritual act of worship. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of it, it says... Um, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I've always looked at the big four of reading is how you are, you know, training your your mind and redoing your thought process. Praying is going to do the same thing. That's right. Each one of those things, when you're giving, whether it be financially or whether it be um, through active service or whatever, <clears throat> you are renewing your mind and and you are taking part of your spiritual act of worship to christ worship isn't just this is another podcast but it's not just music right right i feel like worship is those four and when those four come together you do have a a spiritual act of worship and you end up finding your purpose through those but i I was yeah when y'all started talking about that and and when you when you serve and give you make a difference in the world Yeah. yeah yeah and ultimately that's that's why we're here we're here you know to exalt Christ and lift up his name but we're here to make a difference in the world and and so that does involve inside the church and outside the church walls and and to y'all's point um this this act of worship this life of worship is not mm-hmm. meant to be in inside this building it's no. it's it's meant to be every day and I, I'll tell you guys this and, and you know this because you've experienced it and Brian you've seen it when you've taught the class when when these people discover their purpose for some of them, I mean, the joy and the freedom—it's—it's yeah. it's evident on their face. And for some of them, they're like, "Yep, I knew that was that—that that was it." I'm—it's reaffirming to them. To others, it's brand new. And for right. some of them, they're, "Man, I've always loved that, and I didn't even know it came from God." 
Yeah. Mm. To your yeah. point about using, you know, your craftsmanship yeah. or whatever, yeah. Yeah. It's, you love it. And, and when people realize, God gave that to me. Mm. God gave me that passion. God gave me those yeah. abilities. I mean, they just light up. And uh, that's what we'll talk about in session two on Sunday. We'll, we'll do a personality test. We'll discover, you know, our gifts. And I give them, you know, clear instruction. If you don't have some fives, you're doing it wrong. If, if, they're, if they're all threes out of five, you're, you're not doing it right. And I don't mention you by name, Chase. Okay. But <laughs> do, free. Do, do you still – I don't know. I told a story about a party mm-hmm. where, you know, if you plan a party, you have certain I do. Uh, personalities. Can you I explain do. that a little bit? Because I kind of think we have – I know which one you are. A party? I'm pointing at Chase, by the yeah. way. Yeah. I mean, this yes, is a party. Like, like if you're going to plan a party, <laughs> you Chase have, and I like to And I say, Chase, we're going to have a party. I'd like, <laughs> I'd like for you to come to the party. Well, your personality would be like, well, who's coming? Oh, I see. Yeah. Is it going to be fun? Oh, Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, Kelly would be like, what should I bring? What and time what, does it right. start? You'll time? be on time. You'll be fashionably late, okay. Chase. Okay, calm down. <laughs> yes. I would also so, want to know what we're eating. Is yeah, that part yeah. of it? I don't yep. know if you want to explain that a little bit, but no, I always loved that about it because it kind of right. made me understand why. That's I'm really. No, I mean, it makes sense though. In the personality element, because yeah. I'm an introvert, um, Chase is not. What? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> but but I'm but I'm an admin too, so I'm going to be like Kelly. I'm gonna, I'm going to be for me 15 minutes early is late. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm going to be on either. time. Wow. I, what what can I bring? What can I you know and. I use my dad as an illustration. I have to figure out how this is going to work, Sonny, when he's in the class. <laughs> but if, if we were to get on a plane today, That's good. my dad and me, and we're going to fly to Los Angeles, and unless I'm provoked, or I'm, I'm going to put my headphones on and watch a TV show on my iPad and probably not ever talk to the person next to me. I mean, I'm not being a jerk. It's just right. It's just the way I am. Yeah. My dad, by the time we land in Los Angeles, he's going to know everybody on the plane. Mm. He's going totally to tr- he's going to try. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely he's, Chase. He's going to try to get in the cockpit. Oh, he wants to meet the pilot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me shake your hand, man. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's going to know Elbow all the flight bump. attendants. Right. And he's going to know everybody on that plane. At, well, at least this was pre-COVID, anyway. Right. And then he he's probably going to tell all of them about Jesus too. Yeah. But it's just we're just different that way. Yeah, you and, remind me of my dad. Y'all know my dad. Daddy yes, Don. Daddy yeah, Don. Daddy Don. It drives me nuts because he's that way. But he wants to tell everybody about me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So we'll go to a restaurant. That's and He's saying, "It's my sweet. son. He's pastor down the road here at Marathon." <laughs> he's proud of me, like, man. Thank yeah. you, Daddy. Awesome. Y'all need to come, and he'll just start talking. Mm. I have no That's idea awesome. who these people are. Yeah, but you're starting to do the same. Am I really? Thing. Mm. I don't think so. Yeah. You are. <laughs> well, I, when I was a kid, my grandpa, I get it from my grandpa, he would go, he'd take me to McDonald's, and um, we'd walk in, and I, I swear, it would be like 30 minutes to get from the door to the, the front counter. Oh, gosh. And he would talk to every person. And I used to think, man, my grandpa is so popular. <laughs> yeah. Like, he knows. And so I, I would ask him, how do you know this person? I don't. <laughs> You know, but yeah. and we our saying for him was, you know, he never meets a stranger. There's mm-hmm. yeah, that's my never dad. meets yeah. a stranger, and I I yeah. like that. And that's who, you know who God made them to be. I will say this yeah. though: is there a thing like I am a full blown extrovert? Like I love people, I do, and I, I love talking to them. However, I do get where I need to go and just be a, away. Even Jesus did. Yeah. 
I mean, I think you just, it's just how you touche, recharge. Touche, bud. <laughs> touche. He compared yeah, you to Jesus. One, yeah, that's good. I, yeah. I'll take You'll that. You'll take that? I, I think everyone, need, no, you have to have something to recharge you. Yeah. But but with some yeah. people, like, I'm, I'm, would, I meet strangers. <laughs> right. I don't talk to everybody. But I am an extrovert. But when I want to unwind, for the most part, I can do it with people. Right. Because people give me energy. Yeah, the, the right. So it's you, right. You, you did yeah. creep up on me it's and a, Amy at Hobby Lobby. I mean, I did. I'm just saying. <laughs> Boo. That, what does that have to do? October. No, actually, I walked up and I was like, "Are you guys finding everything okay?" <laughs> oh. Craig didn't even look at I me. Didn't. He's like, "Yes." <laughs> I don't know this girl. Yeah. This man, tells really. you exactly who Craig is. He's like, yes, ma'am, we're fine. Oh, guilty. And then I was like, "Um, excuse me, you know me." Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Was crazy, but yeah. You were un- un- unwinding at Hobby Lobby, and you spoke to us. <laughs> I was. Yeah. I know, like, place. Some, but there are sometimes I'll walk the other way, not with you. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that with you. But oh, there's Craig. You know. Go, 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 go. <laughs> there he is. Pull the hat down. Sunglasses on. Yeah, but so, no. But I mean, sometimes you're just like, "Ooh, I need. I'm not ready. I need. I can't. I can't. Today. I can't yeah. today. I just can't. That's why we rest. That's it why is. you rest. Yeah, yeah, it's important to rest. And I, I feel like you guys probably talk about that in Life Track. I mean, it's just, it's just a lot. It's part of it. Well, I think I think we talk a lot in our ministry and in in our teaching ministry about balance, yeah. and yeah. and it's huge. And and Brian, you talk to us as a staff. You talk to us about balance all the time, and about having fun and resting and all those kinds of things. And it, it's a huge component to being healthy, not just physically but spiritually. That's hard to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know y'all give me a hard time for playing golf. But I feel like it's necessary. You're a golfaholic. It's necessary, though. <laughs> I really is, believe it that. It is your way it to is. It is. And, and, and I've, I've had to learn that because I like to work. Yeah. You know yeah. what mine is? Like, I, I think. Fire. Oh, now, Camp, yes. Campfires, to be <laughs> exact. Explain that. I love I like to burn building. things. <laughs> <laughs> I like no. to shoot fireworks off <laughs> the church's roof. <laughs> hey, that's, that was the first yeah. this year, and I've done it. That was good. Uh, no, I I like building things, like, obviously, but that's my fun. Now, you guys, I'll go play golf with you guys every now and then. I do like camping. I like those yeah. kinds of things. But I think the reason why, I like, I'll go and – I built my daughter like a little porch or something, you know, just for the heck of it. And the reason why is because I have to do math, not really good at math. And so I have to think about the numbers and it cuts off other things that I'm thinking of. Does that make sense at all? Mm-hmm. So I, I do that with puzzles. Yeah, I love puzzles. See, I can't sound like a nerd. Puzzles. I love Because I'm not good at them. Vacation, I work the biggest the big one puzzle? we can buy. Yeah. Uh-huh. thousand pieces, two of them. I did a thousand and a seven hundred this one, and I'm ticked because I have said this multiple times. Nobody helped me; it was me by myself. Yeah. Did you complete it? I did, Whoa. and I've de- I'm on my third since we got back. What? Since you got but these, back? But these are five hundred ones. This, they're smaller, but yeah. I do, but I do but good I can, to do like Doc McStuffins oh, four. <laughs> the, you know, four the four piece. Have you ever worked a two thousand piece? No. Yes. Awesome. That sounds awesome. sad. Or scary, not sad. Amy and I did two puzzles when COVID hit, and yes. we're like, "That's enough of that." <laughs> <laughs> no more. Yeah, no. but it, I think it is it is important to find what what allows you to rest and sure. what allows you to balance, and and I think your personality test kind of helps reveal that too. So yeah. I have a question, Craig. 
I hope I have an answer. I think the millions of listeners right now are, are wondering. Yo, Craig, <laughs> how do I? Uh, no, for real. Like, okay, so it's a three-week. It's a deal. It's a three-week class. It runs the first three Sundays of every month here in the building at eleven a.m. And then in November, coming up in November, this is twenty twenty, by the way. In November, we're going to have it run for three weeks virtually. Ooh. On Google Meet. Nice. So, in addition um, to inside. In addition to the inside at eleven a.m. on Sunday mornings. So um, I would I would encourage any of y'all that are interested in discovering your purpose, uh, go on our website, go on the app, and and sign up for Live Track, and I'll get in touch with you. We'll get you squared away. So let's say that like this week is week number two. Yes. And I hear this podcast, and I'm like, I got to be a part of that. Can they come starting at different weeks, or what would you prefer? Absolutely. Um, I think it's best if you do it in sequence, but you don't have to at all. Uh, they could come back and, and get session one at a later at a later date when we talk primarily about membership. But they could jump in in week two this this week, eleven o'clock, right here inside. It's good to do the full, get all three of them at some point, right? Well, when you when you go to discover your gifts and your personality, you already kind of have the why mm-hmm. from session one, right? So it may, it may make more sense for some people, right. but you could jump in in week two as well. And uh, folks out there listening. The bottom line is we want to help you find freedom. We want you to live a life of freedom, and part of that is uh, is discovering your purpose in the world, and we want to help you do that through LiveTrack, and we would love for you to join us. Uh, do you guys have any other thoughts for today? Go ahead, Chase. I just thought about this. Like students or younger folk, like I'm encouraging my students to be a part of 100%, this. 100%, yeah. If you have a family, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I they would They could all come that. in together. It would be great. And it's good to, if you can start finding your purpose at a younger age, I think it will it will develop over the years. But yeah. I think, man, I wish I had had that as a teenager. Yeah, it could save you some, some heartbreak yeah. and, and frustration. I, I, think, I think teenagers would enjoy life track as it exists now. Yeah. But you and I have talked about maybe doing a life track for students mm-hmm. specifically, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll probably be developing that you know, over the next few months and years. So Sweet. I think that that will be awesome. Anything else, guys? No, it's good. Looking thank, forward thank to Thank you, it. Amy, for the enchiladas today. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, thank Amy. You. Hey, and thank all y'all for listening. Hey, do us a favor. Grab the uh, Marathon Church app. It's the best way to keep up with everything going on here at Marathon, and it's the best way to share content with your friends. And please like, subscribe, and give us a rating. God bless you guys. We hope you have a great week.